Hey guys, Josh here. I'm just out on a walk at the moment because this is my only chance I think I'm going to get to record today and I'm recording this straight into my iPhone 14 Pro Max. So enough tech talk, let's get straight to it. Why has the name of the show changed? And why is it called Podcasting is Punk Rock as I walk over a bunch of sticks and dry leaves? So this has been coming for a while. There's a few people out there that may have known something was coming so i think the name captures a sentiment that has become more and more important to me probably over the last 12 to 18 months and that is we should be and need to be as independent creators more proud of our independence and less worried about getting crushed by big media, well-resourced shows, shows that are launching with huge marketing budgets, celebrities or both those things. It seems to be happening regularly at the moment. Shows with massive video productions that treat audio as a secondary, almost inconvenience at times, where you can feel very left out if you're an audio-only listener. All those things are not what a punk rock band would do. Having been in bands that have floated around the edges of punk and have had a punk rock spirit, even though we were a little bit heavier in terms of genre, when you're in a punk band, as I bash some leaves with my head, it's all about leaves today, guys. When you're in a punk band, you care first and foremost about, am I saying the thing that I want to say? Musically and or lyrically, hopefully both. Are we being truly authentic to the message we want to send or are we being completely inauthentic but we know it and we're trying to have fun both things are just equally as legit in punk rock world but second to that and second's probably the wrong term because it's equally as important do the people that like the band even if they're small in number enjoy what we're doing and that should be enough if they are enjoying it valuing it, sharing it with their mates, having conversations about it. That's the most important thing. It's not, is this as big as Nickelback? Is this going to get on the radio? How do we grow this thing to massive proportions? All these big shows, or in this case bands, that are out there, they're crushing our ability to succeed. An independent punk band doesn't care about that stuff as much as they do have I said the thing I want to say and do the people who are hearing it like it, value it, enjoy it all the things that happen in punk rock circles it's the perspective of punk rock that I think is so applicable to podcasting at this point at the start of 2023 that the days of truly independent productions dominating the medium, garnering massive audiences, those days might be over. But the one thing you can still create as an independent creator is your own special little world, your own universe that is what you want it to be. And there might be conventions, just like there is in punk rock, where simplicity has supremacy over technicality, for example, 
there might be some edges that you have to stick within for the genre of your show. But just like punk rock, you can push up and even push through those edges and still get an audience and just be happy with the thing that you're making. And that's why podcasting is punk rock. So this is a feeling and a sentiment that is developing and expanding in me. And I haven't, as you have worked out today, fully articulated exactly how I want to put it into words. But I I guess I've felt a consternation from a lot of independent creators, even some of my own clients that I work with, with Deadset Podcasting, that why bother? Our shows are not as big as they used to be or why is it so much harder to grow a new show than it was when I launched my first show or my second show 10 years ago? I'm just here to let you know that maybe you're focusing on the wrong things. And I say that because I've spent the last couple of years wondering why I can't grow any of my shows to even the small audiences that I used to have in the low hundreds on a regular basis, which are more than what I get for my shows now. And I was disappointed and have been disappointed in my lack of quote-unquote success since probably about 2018. And it's only recently when I said the phrase podcasting is punk rock to Joel Sharpton, which you can hear in a recent interview in this same feed under a different name. It was called Dead Set Podcasting in the last episode. It was only when I said that that I saw... He understood something about what I was saying that maybe I hadn't even appreciated yet. That it is about being passionate about something to the point you're going to put your perspective on it out into the world. And the fact that people might hear it is secondary to the fact that you've done what you wanted to do and you've put something that's hopefully really cool out into the world, which is what every punk rock band wants to do. They either want to make a difference make people happy, let people have a soundtrack to their drunken parties, whatever it is they're trying to achieve. It's never really about why isn't our audience growing? This is not good. Stuff this for a joke. This is too much work. It's not worth it. I'm out. If this show, Podcasting is Punk Rock, if they can help you just to feel better about what you're making and see the point of it, that it might not be about a massive audience, it could be about your intrinsic validation and making the audience, regardless of size, who hears it, feel better about their day. I'm happy with that. So if you want to be on the journey, let's do it. So here's a couple of things just to finish up that I think are part of the solution for us to be proud of our independence, for the lack of a better term, and I will articulate this better in the future. Podcasting 2.0, firstly. I think it's part of the solution and it's certainly intriguing, it's super interesting and if you happen to be a little bit of a nerd in any way, it's fascinating how it all works. I think it's part of the solution though and if we want everyone on board with it, to the biggest voices in the space pushing podcasting 2.0, can you just lay off a bit and stop bashing our heads in with ding sounds and bird sounds and all this crap that's infiltrated your show and five minutes of talking about it at the open of a show can we just tone it down just a bit podcasting 2.0 is quite complex 
And if people have no understanding of the underlying technology, you can't expect them to be as excited as you are. So maybe some more education for everyone and a little bit less bitching that we're not all on board yet. I think that would help. The other thing, to the podcast coaches and consultants, quote unquote, out there, and so at some point I have to coach my own clients as well because they ask me to through certain things. If we could all be producing content that teaches people actually how to do shit, like how to make an audiogram with captions, the free way, the intermediate cost way, and a maybe more advanced way, instead of making three-way competitions between WordPress plugins because you, you guys get a commission on that, if we could be making that kind of content that actually helps people create the things that can bring them an audience, not the things that can bring you money, that'd be good. And the third thing that I'll say is I think we need to stop pushing the idea that if you want to run a successful show, you have to run it like a business. And this, I think, permeates the education side of our space maybe more than anything else, that you need premium project management tools, that you need this massive website with all these plugins from WordPress and all this crap. Let me just put it this way. For anyone that's done a business degree, probably ever, or anyone that follows business in any way, and I used to be really into this stuff, a former version of myself. I probably lost count around 450 business books that I've read in the last decade until I realized that the majority of them are crap except for the halo effect, which I can highly recommend. And one thing that's clear from all of that reading is that regardless how you frame the stats, how you approach them, the methodology that you use, the majority of businesses fail. And it's normally over the course of four to five years. So how many serious hobbies fail? I'll let you think about that one for a sec. How many hobbies do you have and you've organized it like a hobby? How many of them fail? I'm going to guess zero. You might lose interest and you might move on to something else or change direction into an even more niche part of that same hobby. But running something like a business is not a solve-all for a creative task. <laughs> and I'm using my stand-up comedy voice a little bit here, so I'm sorry about that, the sarcasm. But where did that idea come from? I think what these people are really meaning to say is be intentional and be organised. But that could be the same as if you went for a hike up a mountain. You want to be pretty prepared to go for a hike up a mountain, have your safety equipment, have your med kit sorted, go into it prepared, let people know where you're going, all those things. That to me is more like a serious hobby or a fitness activity. So you don't need to run your show like a business. If anything, if you do, you're probably going to get burned out, hate it and quit. So if you hear anyone pushing that, it might be good advice and it might come from a really good place. But just ask them, what do you mean by that? What specific thing should I be doing like a business? And I'll leave you guys with that. Sorry, I got a little bit ranty there at the end. So that's part of what this show is going to be. And the reason I'm recording it on my phone once again is punk rock has a spirit of just making the thing. It doesn't always have the bells and whistles of other stuff. Like 80s punk bands 
in no way had the sonic fidelity of 80s hair metal bands, but they're just as influential in their circles. So just something to think about. Be happy with where you're at, I guess is what I'm putting out there. And hopefully you liked the new artwork. Part of what I wanted to do was bring in some of the life that I spent as a musician because honestly, it's so much more applicable to making a podcast, an independent or creativity-based podcast than a lot of the advice that I hear out there from the radio industry. So I'll leave you with that. At Joshua C. Liston on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all the places. Thank you. Bye-bye.